0: What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of the first Defense audio installment, this is episode 12 of season 2, we just got off Martinsville, short track package, sadly proves that it's the worst next gen package and it's just, it's not looking good even with the changes, Kyle Larson, Larson puts him in a great position to win, yet again just like Richmond he closes out, he's one of the best drivers right now and he for me he's the championship favorite. Elliot comes back, finally. It, it went by quick for me, maybe because I'm not his fan, but he's, it's like he never left. He said he didn't feel any pain, and he struggled at first, but I think it was due to the car because he had a nice drive at the end, and I think he finished 10th or 8th. He had a top-10 finish, so he'll be fine. He's got plenty of races to win. I think he'll get it done, and who knows? Maybe he can even um, point his way point his way in it'd be really hard i'm sure it's possible but um and then we're going to daga next week he's the previous winner there so he could get one as soon as next week but anyways that's everything we're going to talk about today um we got some news to cover there's some new news today about some nascar green initiative about um getting better fuel and emission all that stuff we'll talk about that everyone's panicking about it but it's not that big of a deal But for now, we're going to start with the standings. Like always, it was pretty tame. There wasn't that many changes in the standings. Uh, Christopher Bell is still leading with Chastain behind him. Harvick, Larson, Truex is up two positions to fifth. Finally had a good run, but uh, I mean, it was the best run of of the season for him so far. And he definitely could have won with a late caution, but... They're just still struggling. He kind of struggled all race, other than that. Reddick is in sixth. Logano, Bush drops two to eighth. Hamlin is up three to ninth. Blaney, Bowman, Kozlowski's down three. Stenhouse, Chase Bristow is up six in 14th. Really good for him because up until Bristol Dirt in Martinsville, he's been struggling a ton. Um,. Byron, he's in 15th after the points penalty, and then it goes Busher, Suarez, McDowell, Sindrick, Ty Gibbs, Dylan, Bob Wallace, LeJoy's down in 23rd, Gilliland, um, Priest is up 3 to 26th, and then Chase Elliott is already up 3 to 31st, but, um, yeah, so that's about, that's that, uh. No no big changes. I would say the biggest is that Chase Briscoe is finally finding a little something and could point his way into the playoffs if they don't get a win. And then Harvick still continues to sit in the top three and be one of the best guys. All right. Finishing positions. So Larson won. Joe Lowe second. Joey Logano. Truex. Hamlin. Briscoe. Elmerola, Blaney. Stenhouse. Bubba. Wallace. Chase Elliott. So... Now let's move on to the actual race. So practicing qualifying, um, Byron and Redick looked like the fastest cars. Uh, they had the best like five, ten, fifteen lap averages. They were super fast on the on the single lap and on like the simple, the single fastest practice lap. So I thought that they would be the best cars for sure, like they were at Coda. But both of them qualified okay and then in the race they just they kind of just sat from like that five to uh 15th portion i think reddick might have been in the top five here and there but they i think there was a few exceptional cars that could run top five and pass up there but everyone was is was so close from like fifth to maybe down to all the way to 20th at times so yeah they just didn't have that speed to get up there and lead laps and with it being so hard to pass they just kinda it was kinda of a anticlimactic race after their practice performance but SHR didn't look that fast in practice and then qualifying they put all four cars in the top 10 and they were like lights out faster than everybody. It was definitely unexpected for me for them to have that much speed but i i did kind of have a feeling that they were going to struggle to win the race because their execution and i guess just luck this year has been horrible and yeah that's what happened priest wins the pole wins the first stage speeding penalty and then that that was it for him he just could not drive past a what 20th maybe he got up to 18th but the track position was so important and that was it um he he even got did he get lapped he was definitely close harvick another one he was probably better than priest he was probably if he had the track position like priest i think he would have did the same thing and he is so good at maintaining his tires on the long run too but then the caution comes out and he got the loss of log nut. whatever happened with that and that was the end of his day Elmerola and Briscoe were up there, but they could never get the lead when they needed it, and and maintain it. And um, yeah, I mean it really. When you think about it, it all came down to that last caution. Briscoe was there; he took four tires. Larson took two, and that's how Larson got out in front of him. The only other, the only other car that was in the mix. I'm. I don't think anyone really else led laps other than Hamlin and SHR cars. He he seemed to be doing a good job with his tires, and I think he had the single mo- only, only single green flag pass. So, yeah, he, he it, the race got taken away from a lot of guys, Harvick, Hamlin, and it just came down to that two star stop. But Larson started twelfth or thirteenth, and just kind of hung out around I think sixth to ninth, and then a couple things went his way some guys got shuffled to the back gets there has a good restart we'll talk about that in the first offense move of the race but that's just kind of how things played out um it was crazy how good a car would look in the front and then just go to the back and not be able to get out of its own way and just fighting to stay on the lead lap there was a few just there was a few odd things where like blaney drove from I think it was 30th to, or 28th to like 12th and then had nothing. Bowman was running the fastest lap times for a run and then gets to, I don't know, 8th or 5th and can't do anything. It just really came down to maintaining track position. Having a car that could at least maintain and just get a pass here or there um, and then strategy at the end, two tires, that was it. At least we got a good Larson burnout. That's gonna be the name of the episode. It's half mile burnout. And that was, he kind of like trademarked this straight up straightaway burnout. I think he's he did it at um, Homestead, Richmond, and yes, uh, Sunday Martinsville. So he's done it three times in a row. But it's definitely cool. Yeah. So really, not much to talk about with the race. I listen to Hamlin's podcast. He said that. There's shifting tires and horsepower. The hor- the tires don't fall off. The shifting causes drivers to miss the corner and then drop a gear. So they have the high RPM power and they can just drive out of it. And then horsepower obviously contributes to a lot of things like tire wear. He said he did a test in Martinsville years ago. And he said every time they would lower the horsepower by 50, the tire would wear a little bit less because the the big horsepower just burns the tire off from spinning them out of the corners and everything. So that's something to think about. I can't speak about it too much, so if you want to hear about that, go listen to Denny Hamlin's podcast. He kind of goes into detail about it. But it's really just a combination of a lot of things. It's not one quick fix. All right, so that's that. Not much to talk about. Uh, we'll just move on to the first offense move of the race, underdog of the race, race takes, all that stuff, and that'll, then, that'll lead us into Talladega. The first offense move of the race for Martinsville's definitely gotta go to Kyle Larson for his last restart and his final drive on that last run to the front. He definitely didn't have a winning car, you would think, in the middle of the race, but he put himself in a position where he never took himself out of it and he was able to capitalize on like some unfortunate things that happened to the other drivers and the two-tire stop put him in track position he did have to fight some guys with four tires that were right near him but he got to the lead quick he didn't waste any time and he built up a cushion of a few seconds so they wouldn't have even been able to catch him if they had Gotten past the other guys with on old tires like Logano and Hamlin, so yeah, that's what won him the race. It was a good good call from his crew chief, but also he had to execute on the restart and not waste any time. The underdog of the week this week definitely has to go to Ricky Senhouse Jr. because he's having the best year of his career and not I mean he already won the Daytona 500 but he's putting together some really good finishes and he had another great one this week finished eighth and if you look at some of his previous finishes eighth at Martinsville fourth Bristol Richmond he finished 35th but he looked really strong in the beginning Coda seventh and then his last good race before that was Auto Club 12th but Daytona first so yeah I mean with this running this well and with how the playoffs are I think if he can he's already in so now if he can just survive a few rounds you really just have to finish the races in the first round to point your way through because so many so there's so many issues at Darlington and Bristol and then he has some good tracks like Dega in the next round so who knows could be a real his best year yet if he keeps it up this way and he could even win another one Alright, now let's see what we got for race takes. These are always on my Instagram story after the race. You can say whatever you want. Usually, after a race like Martinsville where it's boring, we don't get too many, but we got a few. The first one says, bunch of bunch of flares. I don't know what that means, but if you know what that means, I guess let me know. Another one, tire needs fall-off package, can't be changed more than they already have. Yeah the package is pretty sucked away to, to the way it is for probably this year and they everyone's talking about how the r- wet weather tires for the truck series had really good fall off so maybe they can figure something out the next short track i want to say is i think it would be richmond all the way in the fall summer fall so we got some time to fix the tire maybe they're they're going to work on it but definitely tire fall off would definitely help all right, next one. Wish there was more passing. Yep. Of course. Next one and last one. The Joy either runs super well, usually gets wrecked out, meaning he when he runs well, he gets wrecked out or runs terrible. Um I yeah, he he's been kind of hit or miss this year, but he's still having a really good year. He's Either like, oh, look at Corey LaJoy, he's running 12th or 11th, and then, or he's just, they kind of miss it. But that's what you would expect with Spire. They're, this is the first year they're kind of going all out and going for a performance. But that reminds me, I never talked about the Bush LaJoy thing that happened when uh, Corey kind of tried to door slam. I don't know, he like ran him down the straightaway, and then Kyle moved him up the track that was like the only classic martinsville uh, moment we had of the race i mean there was a few laps where guys went three wide but that was the only kind of temper situation other than when bubble was jacking denny up um after denny kind of bombed it in and moved him out of the way so yeah that's gonna do it for race takes uh, also, I want to keep go- doing the um, NAS the stats, all the stats, NAS stats from Trey Ryan on Twitter. I actually talked to him, and he was I DM'd him and said thank you, and he was glad that his stats were get kind of like getting seen by another audience. So this week we got 2023 green flag passes for position. It goes Justin Haley, Gibbs, Truex, Hamlin, Gregson, McDowell busher bush Cindric, jones so i wonder why this um this looks like this i would say this has to do with how many times you get sent to the back because of penalties and i i think that a lot of it has to do with like 15th to 25th there's a lot of passing and battles back there because like you look justin haley ty gibbs truex They've kind of all been in that, like, 14th to 22nd area of running position. And Gregson, he's a little farther back, usually. McDowell, too. Busher. I would say Kyle Busch is there because he's gotten, like, 47 speeding penalties. So he's had to drive through the field a bunch. But, yeah, it's definitely interesting, the guys you see up there. Hamlin's also had a ton of speeding penalties. and But he's also passed a lot of cars. So that's why he's fourth. Uh, Another one, 2023 average finish. We got Bowman. He's got a 10.0. Bell, 11.2. Truex, 11.9. Chastain, 12.1. Harvick, 12.3. Bush, 13.4. Hamlin, 13.9. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., 14.1. Blaney, 14.8. Logano 14.9. I mean, that just, what we just talked about with Stenhouse. He's got a 14.1, and he's up there with Hamlin and Blaney. He's in between those two, so yeah, he's just really having a good year, and I would say probably outperforming his equipment too. All right, the next one is at Martinsville. Denny Hamlin notches 19th consecutive lead that finish in the Cup Series, this ties his his career-long streak. A lead that finish at Dago would set a new personal record for Denny. So he's like notorious for just finishing races, but it's hilarious that. It ends, he can beat it at Talladega because of how insane this race could be. Um, I'm gonna be looking to see if he can do it. It's pretty funny that everything lined up that way. I, he definitely can because there's not as many three, four, five wide racing there, but it's definitely something to look out for. All right, moving on to Dega next week. Dega, it's gonna be insane. Um, the Cup race is 3 o'clock Sunday with qualifying Saturday at 10.30. No practice, just qualifying only for all series. No cu- truck series race either. Xfinity race Saturday at 4 o'clock with qualifying Friday at 5.35. I'm sure the Xfinity will be race will be another beauty per usual. Always get what we expect from it. Uh, my race picks, Xfinity series, I'm going Austin Hill. I don't really know how you can go against him. He's... Feels impossible to beat at these plate Tracks So I'm gonna stay I picked him for Atlanta and he pulled it off he won Daytona If someone's gonna beat Him I think it Chandler Smith seems to Be pretty good at these tracks The JRM cars just always Wreck each other but Nemechek He runs really well too Cup I'm gonna take Christopher Bell He's he's Always kind of quietly in the front At these races he hasn't made that Race winning move but just with the next gen car, he always seems to be up there, and I think he's gonna get it, get a win at Dega. I've picked him a lot this year. Last time I picked him was at Bristol, and he won that race. So, and then I think I picked him at Atlanta too. So I've kind of been picking him a lot on these super speedways. All right. Um. Other news before we close it out. It was definitely a quieter week than the past with all the penalties but we are going to hear about the colleague final appeal i think yeah we'll hear about it this week see what happens with that and then also austin hill is going to be in the cup race in the 62 car so that's something to look out for because of how good he is at plate tracks but also you can't really make moves like you can in the xfinity series in the cup series couple more things the ratings were actually up um they were up 11 percent, which is from last year which is really good because we've been we've been down i think that elliot the elliot hype definitely had something to do with it i don't know i mean if he could swing it 25 percent because we were 27 because we were down 16 percent at the bristol dirt race that'd be crazy but it definitely has to do with it being a Sunday race as opposed to a Saturday race last year. That's got to be what, it, what did it for sure. I don't, maybe if they can compare like a Martinsville on a Sunday to a Martins, the the um 2020 Martinsville fall, spring race to this Martinsville race, that would give us a better idea. So we'll have to see. But definitely good news that it was out. Um... And then, this is like the biggest news that everyone's going nuts about. It's NASCAR says it's committing to reaching that zero carbon emissions for operations by 2035 as part of a new sustainability program called NASCAR Impact. By 2028, NASCAR will introduce a new sustainable fuel, build EV charging ports at venues, plus source renewable electricity. So, everyone's going nuts saying they're going electric, but this isn't really that big of a deal because they're not that's not what this is saying it's and another thing is a hybrid car would actually give us more power but we'd still have a big v8 so it's it's definitely just some you can be optimistic about it it's not like the end all of nascar and i mean i don't think like we would know if if this was coming and how bad it was because there would be rumors about it and the drivers would be panicking. And I'm sure Denny on his podcast and Dale Jr. will definitely back up what I just said that it's really not that big of a deal and it's it's better than it is bad. Of course, there's a lot of the classic, this is the end of NASCAR, it's going to kill the sport, I'm done, I'll never watch another race ever again. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I think if we can get more horsepower from it, then it'll be a pro. And that's as long as we can keep the, the um, at least most of the car, just a regular race car. But everything's going towards electric. And the drivers even talk about it. It's like they don't, no one's resist, nobody like in NASCAR is resisting it really. So, yeah, I think that's going to do it got a double header this weekend no trucks xfinity should be a, another great race i have a feeling we're due for a demo derby super speedway race i don't know why the last one that was really a demo derby was daytona with the rain and usually we get a few a year so i think I, we haven't really had one this year i think this is going to be a sadly um unless you like the k i mean sometimes like the insane chaos is fun if your driver makes it through i don't know what it's going to be the racing is going to be like because it's so hard to go um three four wide with this car maybe it's a little bit better maybe some guys can get runs going or line forms and can maintain but yeah it's just going to be survival be there at the end and maybe make a late race move um and then after Dega, we just got a bunch of intermediates so i'm looking forward to that because those are the best put on really put on the best races this year in this with the next gen car in general i'm really praying that the uh we don't get a lot of races that look like vegas but that was a cold day track wasn't slick and vegas isn't always the best track like we got dover nashville charlotte um kansas usually is awesome gateways even good tracks like that so definitely a lot to look forward to and yeah i hope you guys like this episode if you made it this far thank you i'll see you next week and enjoy daga peace